geil. Nobody cares. Tell me you just didn't freeze. Yeah, I froze. You're froze. We're all froze. We're all fucking froze. Fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is going on over here, bud? <laughs> I need, to need some better light, and I look like Casper the Freddy fucking ghost around here. What are you Freddy doing? What <laughs> the fuck are you doing? There we go. That's a bit better. <laughs> Shit. Hey, we're live. You like my tits? Huh? Okay. It's, uh, this is supposed to be a kid's show here. Put your tits away. <laughs> yeah, there, right? looks like a kid's show. But, uh, big night last night, man. I mean, I'm, you know what? This is why I'm not a draft expert. I'm not a GM. I, we forget that. Fucking with, hell. Hang on, gotta change the lighting again. I'm, Fucking look like Casper the look like Casper the friendly fucking ghost around here, bud. I swear to fucking God. Look like I bathed in fucking white pudding and then tried sitting in front of the fucking screen. I swear to God. All right, that's gonna have to do. Okay. Brought to you by Knob Creek. No, it's not. They're oh, not it's a sponsor. not. They're oh, not a, they're we not. don't have oh. sponsors. Oh, we're not. Okay, well, I'll just keep drinking this. Yet, yet, old Smokey, come holler at your boy. So you know. But, uh, yeah, it was a big night last night, and uh, the NFL draft kicked off. Um, a lot of confusion. A lot of confusion, you know, um, especially once the Bears draft. I told you. I fucked, I told you they were going to fuck it up. You know. Listen, I, they're not going to pretend to know what Ryan Poole is doing. Now, Ryan Poole. As Poles. a lot of people know, um, what? It's Ryan Poles, not Pool. Pool, Poles, whatever. He's pulling his pole. He uh, he used to be an offensive lineman himself. Um, so maybe he's got an inside scoop. Yeah, maybe. maybe he knows he knows something that we don't know. Drafting right. I don't know. I, I was thrown from a loop from the second pick on. If I'm being completely honest, I CJ Stroud can't even formulate a sentence in English. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> neither can I when I'm, I'm half in the bag. But, uh, and everybody had jelly straws on their hair. Looked like a bunch of fucking worms crawling out of their head. We had a one-way ticket to Slinky Town. Um, I, you know, and the whole and the whole reason this all happened is because Lamar Jackson, about uh, eight hours before draft, got a decent sized contract. Yeah. Because they couldn't work it with Carolina to get what they wanted to get. Uh, Carolina was going after Lamar Jackson pretty hard, and he he wanted to stay in Baltimore regardless of what he said or this or that. He's He's a loyalist. You think so? You think he really wanted to stay in Baltimore? I think I think it would have it would have looked bad if he didn't. I I don't know. I don't and know. He if, is and he is. I think 
wanted to stay he's got, in Baltimore. He has, he has root. The problem is he has roots there, and he does a lot of things from the from the boys and girls club there. He does a lot of a lot of stuff for autism uh, in Baltimore. Um, Lamar Jackson's a, the, the great thing about Lamar Jackson. He's as, just not just a quarterback. He's an all around good guy. Does a lot of things for the community now. With that being said, that's why Carolina wanted him. But Carolina knew that if they weren't getting a deal done, that they were going after Bryce Young. I know, and I and I, and you and I argued about this last night. And well, there have been quarterbacks shorter than than Bryce Young. Yeah, um, that have made their way in the NFL. The kid's athletic, and he seems to be pretty smart. So we'll we'll see how it goes. He's got he's got all the weapons in the world down there right now, you know. Um, I, we'll see I what happens. My my, now, my thoughts on Lamar Jackson. I want to touch back on this Lamar Jackson thing just for a second here. I think I think Lamar could have taken or leave in Baltimore, right? Like I think he wanted he, he would have liked and he is now, but I think his mentality on the whole thing was like he would prefer to stay in Baltimore, but he has no truck with going elsewhere if he's going to get the money for it, you know. So, um, you know, I think he's happy that they worked out a deal. It's not necessarily the deal that he wanted, like the guarantee money's not as much as he as he wanted. But I think I, I don't think there was any winners or losers between Baltimore and Lamar. I think they both kind of got what they wanted to a certain extent, you know, to where they were both agreeable and happy with it. So. Oh, is that what you think? That's what I think. Okay. See, the dog agrees with me. All right. <laughs> the dog agrees. Fucking dog. That, that yeah. they do. They tend to agree with you a lot. You know, and you know, they also they also picked up Zay Flowers. So now they got they got a Tyree Kill esque slot secondary, even third receiver. I don't know what's going to happen as far as the offense goes. I don't know how they're gonna they're gonna run that there. I you know I don't know that uh, Beckham's gonna have much of a performing year. If 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 Beckham catches sixty balls, I think that's a win for the organization. I think that's a win. If he gets sixty catches, I think that's a win for an organization, um, and maybe eight touchdowns. And outside of that, I don't see him overperforming. You know, you know what? I, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's a great athlete. I get that, but he has health issues. That comparison that they were making last night to with Zay Flowers to Tyreek Hill, I, like really? Well, they. Th- I mean, I I get what they're saying in terms of like size I, and like I mean, style and running style, but uh, I mean. Well, Zay Flowers is about an inch and a half smaller than Tyreek, maybe two inches smaller than Tyreek. I think he's like he's like five nine. Uh, he has the ability to make people miss. I think he ran a, a four two four or a four two three. I mean, he's quick as shit, and his his breakaway for the yak yards is what they're they're looking at. I mean. He was on the board for. I mean, he was on the board for the Chiefs. The Chiefs had the Chiefs board, um, as, and I'm just giving this example. And their in their draft, and originally drafting at 32, but drafted at 31 because of uh, Miami tampering. So they uh, 
lost their pick in the first round, which I think they should have bumped up whoever had the uh, the second round pick. I, you know, I think it was Carolina again. I think they should have bumped up the second round pick into the thirty second slot, but that's my opinion. I think they they screwed the kid out of having big money, um, but. So the Chiefs and the Chiefs, the Chiefs wanted Nolan Smith. They wanted uh, Azuma. They had those guys on the board. They had Harrison on the board, um, and it's something we never have never seen in any draft. Four wide receivers go straight, and the only wide receivers they had, they had Zay Flowers, and they had they had Jordan Addison. And you remember Addison? He played for uh, he played for Pitt. When uh, Pickens was still on the uh, Kenny Pickens still on the team, and he had a phenomenal, phenomenal year that that last season that Pickett was there. Uh, I think he he caught like eh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he caught over 100 passes for like 1600 yards, and then he went to USC with uh, with Caleb, and he had a, had a down season, but. It's because he missed half the season. You know, he only played. You only I don't know, half the season, but he missed five games. So I mean, uh, I mean, we can go up and down this first round and scratch your head at any pick. You know, I mean, what? Bryce Young going number one I, overall I, to I, Carolina. Well, I, Quentin, Quentin Johnson. I don't understand Quentin Johnson. I like I like Quentin Johnson on TCU, but he drops balls. He drops balls. I don't understand. Well, me and me and you discussed this last night, right? It, it, with like, okay, you look at Bryce Harper, number one overall, going to Carolina. Bryce Young. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I thought I was the one drinking. Yeah, Bryce Young. Sorry. Um, he's. I'm not saying that he's not a good athlete. I'm not saying that any of these guys aren't good athletes. But like me and you discussed last night, the problem with a lot of these teams that are in the shitter when it comes to drafts is they don't – like, they're, they're not – a lot of them aren't drafting based off of who fits best in they're the not system. Dra- they're not – yeah, they're not they drafting want, a They want that guy. marquee pick. They want the Bryce Youngs and the C.J. Stroud. In my opinion um, – Well, we talked about that. Devin Witherspoon Rich- going, Richardson, going to Seattle. Richardson is a better fit for Carolina. Will Levis, Will Levis is still on the board, hasn't been drafted, going, and we're, in, we're starting the second round tonight. Both of those are better fit for Carolina's system than a Bryce Young. You know, I just. Bryce Young, Bryce Young would fit perfectly in like the Saints. He would fit perfectly in the Seattle. I think Bryce Young would have fit better in Indy than he does with Carolina. Yeah, he would fit better in Indy. But, you know, and I'm going to tell all you Houston Texans fans out there, you need to calm down a bit, you know. Take a breath. Uh, C.J. Stroud is not going to be the answer to your prayers. Maybe eventually, but not off of the bat. I would, I would say, I wouldn't. If they win more than two game, two games more than they did last year, uh, that's where I would put them. But in 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 true in true essence form, he is he is not as smart as Deshaun Watson. So you know. There's going to be that thing where it comes down to he's probably not smart enough to ask for, you know, fellatio <laughs> under the table when he's getting a massage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, CJ Stroud, now we know, ain't smart enough to do a lot of things. Never mind his test scores. He wasn't even invited to the Manning Clinic uh, when the Manning Clinic was going on uh, last year for, for uh, summer summer camp and stuff like that, which I was surprised at that. And then when he was invited to uh, the Manning Clinic two weeks ago, for the the drug testing and all the other stuff that was supposed to be mandatory, yep. he didn't he didn't show up. Yeah. So, and guys are you guys will say, listen, he his exact words were, "I'm not a very good test taker." Well, no shit. <laughs> you mean you're <laughs> you went, stupid? <laughs> you went to Ohio State. <laughs> and hey, history was made last night. The first time ever in history, a player that gets drafted, especially in the first round, they don't show his stats. They show his damn rap sheet. (laughs) Jalen Carter gets drafted. They don't show none of his stats. They just show his rap sheet and legal trouble. (laughs) Interesting, though. Interesting, though. With with, with that, uh, when the Eagles got Jalen Carter, and then, uh, you know, picked up Nolan Smith, right? So then last year, they picked up two Georgia guys. They have the interior defensive front that Georgia had when they had defense of the year in 2022 and 2021. Mm. Georgia had the best defense in the country in 2021 and 2022. Uh, mm, I don't know, man. Michigan's defense. In twenty twenty two, in twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one, twenty. I'm sorry, not twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty one, Georgia had the best defense in the country, and all four of those guys are now on the same team in Philadelphia. So, and Philadelphia had, which blows my mind, one of the best run defenses uh, last year, one of the best pass defenses last year and somehow lost the Super Bowl. Of course, they were going against Superman Patrick Mahomes, but... For fuck's sake. <laughs> Why don't you cradle the balls while you're at it? Okay, that's Where's all I'm Fletcher <laughs> Cox? I need Fletcher Cox! But remember, when not- had, remember when they had Reggie White and Jerome Brown? Oh, yeah. Oh, but, man. but you know, like I said, these these clubs aren't necessarily drafting for who fits best in your system. Let's talk about the Bears, right? Again. I, well, and as I said, maybe he knows something. Maybe Paul knows something. I'm sure we don't he does. Know. I'm sure he does. And again, look, I'm not saying that he's not a good player. Okay, that's not I what think I'm saying. The reason, no, I know, I know. But I think the reason they drafted him after after much much ado and 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 looking at Darnell Wright's. Uh, you know, rap sheet. He he played he played left tackle one year, and they saw that he played left tackle very well, and they put him at right tackle. Yeah. So he can play he can play both sides. Right. You know, but he could play both sides. I just think I I don't know. I think Pete Skaronsky is would have been a better choice for the Bears. I think that he's a better fit. But you have to. But, well, is he though? Because then you have to look at the fact that he primarily played guard. Yeah, and, and you're stepping in. Darnell Wright stepping into a situation where he can complement Braxton Jones and balance the strength of the line for the Bears. Well, it depends on what side they put him on. Now, if they put him next to T- uh, Trayvon Jenkins on the right side, that that's going to be a stout right side. Yeah, 
And that's probably what's going to happen. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. Now, the Bears got three picks tonight in the second round. Uh, If they choose anything else but offensive line and and edge rushers and defensive line, it's – Well, it's like right now you got – you know, maybe they'll pick up Will Levis. You don't know. <laughs> okay, hey, Michael. Michael Mayer didn't get taken either, and the Cowboys. You, the Cowboys needed a tight end. All right. So well, here, okay. You think Will Levis goes high in the second round, or do you think he drops again? No, I think he drops. You know, I think he drops. I think. There isn't. I could see the. I, I, I you want you want the offense that Will Levis the offense that Will Levis works in. He works in the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. He works in the Atlanta Falcons offense. He works in the Indianapolis Colts offense. I could see those him, are the offenses he works in. I could see him fitting in real well in Green Bay too. He fits okay. He fits in a Green Bay type offense. He also fits in a, a Packers type offense. Uh, said, there you go. Raiders. Another one, big man. <laughs> Raiders. I meant Raiders. I am not as think as you drunk I am. That's right. Um, and again, we have a lot of talent interior linemen on both sides of the ball this year. We have yeah. a lot of talent. Um, Inside linebackers, edge rushers. You know, I'm surprised Hendon Hooker didn't get taken. You know, he wasn't even uh, talked about. That's what. No. And here's the thing they talked about Joey Porter Jr., and I have nothing against Joey Porter Jr., but he's handsy. He reminds me a lot of. um, Oh, what's his name? You know he plays for the Niners. He used to play. He used to play for the Chiefs. But he reminds me a lot of him at corner. I don't see Porter doesn't have very good ball control. That's why he's a, a defensive back and not a wide receiver. Um, but he's handsy. I mean, and he can be taught. So if he goes to a team, he goes to a team that has somebody that can teach him how to play defensive back properly. You know. Uh, his athleticism, he could be a great defensive back in the NFL. Um, it's the same thing with uh, with Branch from Alabama. You know, I was real high on him, but again, he he, he fell. I, you know, and I I would you know I think I think as far as guards go, as far as guards go, interior alignment offense. You know, uh, Steve Avilia, you know, from TCU is still out there. You still got Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. You know, do you uh, think it seemed to me, and I I want your opinion on this. It seemed to me last night that a lot of these teams that had a a, a good opportunity to advance their team and move their team forward with these draft picks uh, set themselves back, right, with, with their draft picks. Uh, the Detroit Lions are are a prime example. You, There's no reason, and, and I'm going to say this, and nothing against Jameer Gibbs, and nothing against, and nothing against Bichon, but the way the NFL has turned and overturned over the last ten years, yep. running backs are a dime a dozen. Yep. There's no longer is there, and you can look it out there. There's no longer is there going to be 
a running back that takes over and dominates the game for the next eight to ten years. You know yourself, off the no. top of your head, you can name the top three running backs in the NFL over the last, we'll say top five running backs over the last three years. You can name them and also say they're probably not going to be one of the top running backs in the NFL this year. No. No, the, the longevity – at the running back position has gone way down over the last, I'd say five years. Right. And, if, and unless you are a running back who completely cares about your position, i.e. Derrick Henry, uh, Chubb. Yeah. Um, Swift. Swift. Uh, the, the kid, uh, uh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And, and the kid from, uh, the kid from the Raiders. Um, you're, you're, you're not doing it. No. You're not doing. You're not doing it, and because the rest of them, honestly, and and like, okay, and I love obviously a Chiefs fan, but I love that the Chiefs drafted Isaiah Pachenko in the seventh round, two two hundred and thirty second or two hundred thirty first overall, and he helped them win a Super Bowl, and he didn't start until the last seven games of the season. In the last seven games of the season, he rushed for almost a thousand yards. Yeah, I mean. You know, had over I have over three hundred yards receiving. Uh, again, the value of the running back has went down. What's Pachenko making? Seventh round, he's making four hundred grand. Yeah, he's making four hundred grand. Okay, let's say he's making league minimum as a rookie. He's making six hundred thousand dollars. That's the value. He won. He helped win a Super Bowl. And you're going to tell me you're drafting Bashan Johnson at whatever it was? What was it? Twelfth. This is what doesn't make Routine. sense to me. This this is what doesn't make sense to me, especially from from the Lions' standpoint. Okay, again, you are poised to be the team. Well, you're poised to be the team in the NFC North division, right? And you could have taken this draft. What it, it, it doesn't make sense. So you steal Montgomery away from the Bears and sign Montgomery who is a hell of a back, top 10, in my opinion, of running backs. Just my opinion. And, and you could have went out, beyond that, you could have went out and got Austin Eckler. You could have traded fucking yeah. second-round picks because you got two of them. You could have traded for Austin Eckler, uh, but, but probably one of the best. But even if they did that, what do you do? Okay, so now you've got your running back in David Montgomery. If you went out and got Eckler, you've got your running back in Eckler. And then you take your first overall pick as a running back? What, do, what are you doing? I doesn't make because they want they want a two headed beast maybe I don't well, know you know what they could have gotten a two headed beast in the second round they they could have waited until the second round and picked up and I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you I agree with you it makes no sense I it's nothing nothing listen listen everything after the second pick nothing makes sense C J Stroud no sense Will Anderson at number three is a stretch but okay I get it Anthony Richardson number four I get it. Devin Wilderspoon, number five. I, that's a reach. That's a fucking reach. Yeah. Paris Johnson, number six. That's a fucking reach. Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech, number seven. That's a reach. Yeah. Being Sean Robinson to the Falcons. What are you doing? And then you set that up. Jalen Carter, Jalen Carter. I, I get that the Eagles wanted him. I understand that. So they did what they did. Darnell Wright, the value on Darnell Wright, I think Darnell Wright was ranked, what, uh, 18th? Yeah. Was he still ranked 4th? So that, that was a reach for the Bears. 
I, when you had when then you had the Titans draft Skaronsky next, Skaronsky was was projected to go number nine. Yeah. So the Titans got good value out of that. Jamar Gibbs, Jamar Gibbs wasn't supposed to even go in the first round. I'll be honest with you. When the Bears traded down from number nine, I truly thought that they did that because they knew that Skaronsky was still going to be there even if they dropped down one position. So trade down, get something for that number nine pick, and then take Skaronsky. And that, that just that didn't happen. And well, like uh, you know, maybe Poles knows something we don't know. It's not. I'm not, I'm not trying to right, take away anything right. from him as a player. I, I, I guess we'll see. We'll see. And after everybody was off the board, I was hoping Nolan Smith was going to fall, but I I knew that the Chiefs really wanted Felix and Duque because. He's from Kansas City. He's a home. He's a hometown kid, and they're all about drafting locally. I mean, as, a, as if you're old Miss or you're Missouri, and they like your talent, and they can teach you, and you're coachable, they will do it. They will fucking do it. And and it's show the proof's in the pudding. I mean, yeah, they they won another Super Bowl right with that defense. Well, so go back and look. Look at. All the players in, in modern <laughs> NFL history and the great players. And look at how many of them that were successful as first round picks versus how many of them are successful in second, third, fourth, fifth round picks. There are more successful players and more star players that were drafted in second, third, fourth rounds than there are in, in first round. Yeah. In, in, in every position, you know, I mean, shit. I mean, and I'm getting, I'm going to tell you what, ESPN, I'm getting fucking sick of listening to Mel Kuyper. If you're out there, <laughs> you, you want to know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, if anyone listens to this podcast, there's a guy on TikTok. His name is Rico Nose. Go check out Rico Nose. Rico Nose has been watching these kids since they were playing a sophomore down in high school. Okay, he will tell you he's he is on top of his shit, and he's he's very very knowledgeable. But he won't say this or that or the other thing about how he thinks they're going to do in the NFL. You want to know why? Because this is why. Because anything can happen on any given Sunday in the NFL. You know yeah. what? C.J. Stroud can go out there and have phenomenal fucking year like Jalen Hurts or something like that, and then tear an ACL and be done for the rest of his career. I, you know what I mean? Like, Not that I'm saying that's going to happen. I don't want to see that happen to anybody. But anything can happen. Anything could fucking happen yeah. to anybody. You know, um, I love I love Travis Kelsey. Uh, I'll always be on Travis Kelsey train. I'm also a huge Gonzalez fan. Do I want to see him break the record? Yeah, but if you watched him in the AFC Championship and you watched him in the Super Bowl, Kelsey's going to be 34, man. He's been going across the middle taking those hits. Mm-hmm. Like, like, come on, man. Like, how long can you do that for? He's a Tom Waddle of tight ends. Dude, how long can you take a beating? Like, and I love Kelsey. And his actual name is Kels. But I love him to death. Like, you you can't be taking bit hits like that forever, you know? Yeah, At some I, point. I don't wish ill on anybody. I don't wish anybody to get injured. And I wish that everybody is successful in, 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 in their career. Um, I had a conversation about this with my oldest son 
last night after the draft was over. Yeah, he's a he's a Texans fan. I don't know where I went wrong with him, but he's a Texas fan. What? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know okay. what I ever did. Yeah. Okay. But uh, he he comes upstairs. He's all excited because you know, oh, we we you know we've got we got C.J. Stroud, we got Will Anderson, and I had to tell him. I'm like, calm down. I said, let me calm down. I was like, let me explain something to you. Don't be surprised. And I'm not saying it will happen. This is every, like we have said before. Everything on the show is just our opinions. Um, don't be surprised. If after five years, C.J. Stroud's either not in the league, either because he couldn't make it or due to injury, or he's still in the league as a backup, but nobody nobody really knows. Nobody knows. You know, nobody knows. Summer's Summer at the door. Yeah, well, we got to take our first break uh, for a first sponsorship break anyway, so... But, uh, yeah, if you want to lead it off, we'll lead it off with Dunright Gutters for this this segment. We have uh, done right cutters and more out of St. John, Indiana. Uh, you can get a hold of Neil at 219-306-6839. He is able to do all your roofing and gutter needs. Exterior as well. Done right cutters and more. You can look him up on Facebook. Nah. And we're back. You know, uh, we were talking about your boy. And we were talking about the Texans. And, you know... Um, so CJ Stroud's gonna be competing against Davis Mills. Davis Mills, you know, passed for over three thousand yards last year. Also competing against Case Keenum, one mm-hmm. of the all-time leading uh, passing yard leaders in the American Division in the NCAA. Um, and we we're talking about running backs. And I, I'm going to give you a core example right there: the, the Texans. Right, the Texans last year they drafted uh, Damian Pierce in the fourth round, like. Whatever that was, we'll say uh, what is that like? We'll say 170th or some shit overall, right? Um, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm off the top of my. I don't. I don't really remember, but I know he got drafted in the fourth round. He rushed for almost a thousand yards. He rushed for over a thousand yards, and then they they picked up, you know, uh, Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary rushed for 800 yards last year. You know, and they picked up that kid from. Uh, oh man. Denver, whatever his name is, Boone or whatever. And what do they have? So they're going to have to go out and get receivers because all they got for receivers is Robert Woods, Nico Collins, uh, Noah Brown. They don't really have anybody else. You know what right. I mean? Like they, they, they got nobody. And and they the one thing they did do is they picked up, they signed Dalton Schultz from, um, from the Cowboys last year. Uh, so – like the Cowboys, the Cowboys need a tight. The Cowboys need a tight end too. But the reality is, is that C.J. Stroud is coming into an offense that is already established, and Davis Mills, not that bad of a quarterback. Case Keenum, not that bad of a quarterback. So C.J. Stroud, athletically speaking, they drafted him number two. If he's not starting fucking day one, it's a waste of a pick. It's a waste of a fucking pick. Yep. And that's my opinion on that. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave it at that for everybody, because you know, I, I, you know, you go fucking whatever they were. What what were they last year? They won four games. Uh yeah. No, they won. Because <laughs> it's, 
the Bears the Bears won three games last yeah, year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they won so yeah, they won four. They were four and thirteen. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't win more than four games last year and Stroud Which, is him, not coming out as he better be the fucking starter. If he's not I, I love Lovey Smith's play at the end of last year. That man knew he was getting fired. Knew that they were up against his old team for the first round pick, and Lovey Smith just screwed him hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna fire me! I, you know okay, what? Well, here's the worst part: the Bears got rid of Lovey Smith after he went to the playoffs. He yeah. was ten and six that year, and they fired him. He was ten and six, and they made the playoffs, and they fired him. Yeah, fuck you, I fuck don't... you, Chicago. Fuck you. How do you like how do you do that, right? Like okay, he took you to a Super Bowl in 2006, right? And then over the next several years, they weren't horrible. They were competitive, made the playoffs a couple times and everything else. Then he go to the playoffs at 10 and 6 and then lose that first game and then you fire him. Like what in the I I don't know. I I don't know. It's <laughs> I'm just going to keep drinking. Well, you know them bears, you know, they're not necessarily they're, they're, they're not too keen on the black folks, you know. You know, that at least wow. that's the story. That's the story that you hear is that, you know. Well. But Alice was born in like the 20s and shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think she was born in 1918. She I oh, can't believe she's McCaskey? still alive. Oh my god. McCaskey. I can't I can't believe she's still alive. She's like yeah. 130. <laughs> I think she sacrifices small children at night or something. <laughs> the UK had the Queen of England. Fuck you. We got Virginia McCaskey still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> She's part lizard. Yeah. <laughs> She soaks. She soaks in a tub of holy water every night <laughs> with the blood of young children. Got it. <laughs> oh man, she's gonna, she's gonna hear this podcast and go. How do they know what I'm doing? <laughs> Who told them my secret? Who told? Them? We need to find these fucking gingers. <laughs> My, my daughter, my daughter comes to me uh, the other day, and she's got she's got this this cute little fr- freckle right here, uh, looking like a like a Cindy Crawford type deal, you know. And she goes, "Dad, Dad, does that mean I'm going to be a ginger?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you just you just lucky, you know. You got that, yeah. Well, if I get freckles, does that mean I'm? I'm like, no, your no. mom's got freckles too. You know, you're not going to be a ginger. Yeah, it's like it's like my daughter, right? Like she has no freckles at all, and she's a ginger. And it it was kind of funny because she uh she came to me a couple of days ago. She goes, "How my thumbs hurt?" So she shows me her thumbs, and both thumbs on the inside, you know, of them right next to the nail are all like bright red. You know, you can tell she's got an infection there. And I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck, you know? I'm like, is she, did she, you know, got like an ingrown nail or some shit like that or whatever. And uh, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so we put Neosporin on and and put the Band-Aids on and the next morning, both of her thumbs, you could tell the swelling went down and that's that loose skin, you know, almost like a blister that starts peeling away. 
I'm like, man, what the hell happened? You know, I mean, it's healing, right? Uh, it's good. I'm like, what the hell happened? And then she's like, she's sitting there with the puppy and she keeps on shoving her hands in the puppy's face. I'm like, okay, now I know what the fuck happened. And my wife's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, that dog goes out there and eats her own crap. She eats the other dog's crap. And then she comes back in the house and my daughter's shoving her hands in her. Like, yeah, she probably like, got a little friggin' dog crap yeah. down in there, you know. Uh, some little microbes of it or something. But, yeah, uh, and, you know, puppies puppies are notorious for that. Even up until you know, even a year, I think, I think the little ones they stopped doing it about a year and a half ago. They're about eight months old. They quit doing it. So I mean, it is what it is with puppies. Nah, he's got. He's got to hope she's not. You know, trying to kiss her on the face or something like that. Well, we've had it where she comes in the house, and she'll grab onto. Like one of my daughter's stuffed animals or something or a, or a blanket or something like that. And then you take it out of her mouth and then there's just like there's shit on it and it reeks, uh, you know. It's like, ah. you know, I'm like, good God. So it's kind of like, kind of like, you know, Osiris Torrance from right? Florida. Yeah. You know, I these guys, these guys are dropping and a lot of people, which is our, our job. You know, as these uh, this podcast to inform people uh, with our opinion, and uh, um, there is a lot of offensive tackles out there. So don't be discouraged if your team didn't pick an offensive tackle in the first round that you thought was great. We got guys from you know North Dakota State like Cody Mock. Cody Mock probably, in my opinion, probably a, a top ten tackle even though he didn't play in the fbs he's very versatile play tackle he plays center he's a long snapper played some guard he's uh he's all around goodness you know um and you got like i said osiris torrance offensive guard from florida he can also play tackle he's out he's out there you know uh you got you got matthew bergson from uh syracuse very very versatile you know, uh, I don't think your team is going to go unfilled in the lineman needs. And that's for anybody, you know, right. anybody out there. Because there, there's a good amount of defensive players and a great amount of offensive linemen in this draft for everybody. Everybody, you know. And I, I'll tell you what's going to happen is there's going to be so much that uh, – there's probably going to be guys left undrafted. There's going to be guys left yeah. undrafted and there's going to be, there's going to be free agent pickups. You know, uh, Michigan's got both their plates kicker and punter in the draft. You know, you know? I I'll say this for like for the bears, my ideal second round, like I said, I got three second round picks today or tonight. I should say, ideally what I would like to see them do Go after a D lineman with your first pick in the second round, then flat back over to an O line, and then on your third pick, pick another D lineman. You know, depending on how it plays out. So I think I think Green Bay is gonna, Green Bay is if 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 somebody falls to a number eleven pick in the second round, Green Bay will probably take a tight end and an offensive tackle. See if I'm Green Bay. I'd be picking a quarterback. I'd go after a Will Levis if he's still there in the second round. And I say that because of this. When you drafted, look at the Packers' history. When they drafted Aaron Rodgers, they had Brett Favre. There wasn't a glaring need for a quarterback. 
Right. When they drafted Jordan Love, same thing. They had Aaron Rodgers. So now you have Jordan Love that has never played a full season as a starter. I, I, you know, I'm not sold. uh, Listen, I don't give a fuck what Lafleur thinks. I'm not sold on Jordan Love. And if anybody followed fucking Lafleur's college career when he was at LSU, he wasn't fucking great either. No. So yep. he knows what it's like not to be great. Well, that's uh, that's why I'm saying I'd go after a Will Levis or or a Hooker if he's still there because you, you know, don't know you, know you don't know what you, know you have what? in Jordan Love. You, know, you, know. you, so. know you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Yeah, what? What? Tell me, tell me. L.A. Rams are selecting 36th overall, which is the fifth pick. I can see the Rams drafting either a Levis or a Hendon Hooker if he's still there. I mean, because the Steelers don't need a quarterback unless, and then again, Will Levis would look good in a Steelers uniform. Cardinals don't need a quarterback. The Lions, it's a reach. They don't really need a quarterback, but if you wanted to pick one up, they might be a Levis fan or a Hendon Hooker. Yeah. Uh Colts already drafted their quarterback. I think quarterback, I think I think the Colts uh I think the Colts goal offensive lineman, somebody to compliment uh uh Nelson there. You know what I mean? Because he needs he needs help on the line. Uh Rams, I if if there's a quarterback available, I think the Rams might go quarterback. If they don't, then again, plenty of offensive tackles in the draft. And I think I think I think if the Steelers, you know what the Steelers need, the Steelers need somebody else for for Minka, so they might go Joey Porter. They might go Joey Porter. So let's say the Steelers go Joey Porter. Let's say let's say the Cardinals draft a tackle or another guard. The Lions, the Lions, uh, the Lions need a tight end, so they might go. They go. They go Mayer. Then you got the Colts, and the Colts maybe will take that kid from Florida, and then again you might have, you might have, you might have Levis there. You might have Levis there for the Rams. Okay, now let me pose this question to you. Given we've discussed the level of quarterback talent in this draft in previous podcasts, it's it's subpar in my opinion. It's um, better than last year's. It's but better yeah, than it's... last year's, but that's still not saying much, right? Right. Yeah. So if you're if you're Carolina and you've gotten your Bryce Young, if you if you're if you're Houston and you got your CJ Stroud, you're Indian, you got your Richardson. Do you go after a Will Levis or a Hayden Hooker if they're still there? Because you don't know what you have on these guys. You know, I mean, all right. Well, the Colts, the Colts has a developmental style of play because, you know, just like when Andrew Luck came up, but they knew what they were getting. Richardson is, you have to remember, Richardson is six foot five and a half. Yeah. 240 pounds. Yeah, he's a big boy. And he's athletic. And when I say athletic, he could mimic Mary Lou Retton on the fucking mat. Like, I've seen him do it. Doing the backflips and the and the somersaults and the double side twists and shit like that. Like, he can do it. With that being said, he's also 
a fan of the community. So when they get him down there, he's going to be impactful in that sense right away. So they, I mean, as far as competition goes, if you want to have somebody else as far as competition goes, because <laughs> now remember, you're getting drafted in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you're a starting quarterback. Who else needs a quarterback? Washington. Washington needs a quarterback. Even though I believe, I think didn't you know what? I think Atlanta didn't didn't they picked didn't, up Heineke. Yeah. Yeah. Atlanta picked up Heineke. Heineke, in my opinion, Heineke was a great fucking quarterback. I'm a Heineke fan. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I think he is an above average quarterback. He's better than what the fuck they had, and they oh, let yeah. him go. Okay, so so they Washington still needs a quarterback. Because they got they released Carson Wentz. They don't have right, right what do they have? They don't have anybody, do they? I they don't pick, think they so, pick, no. they, didn't, they didn't pick anybody, right? You know what? Like I said, you don't know what you have in these rookie quarterbacks. We discussed this last night. I think out of out of the three, Richardson, Stroud, and Young, I think Richardson's going to be the most successful uh, out of the gate. Um, but I, I'll tell you right now, if I was one of those three teams, I would not. They're, they are, <laughs> they are, they are committing to Sam Howell. They're committing to Sam Howell. Mm. You know, Sam Hall from North Carolina last year. Again, I'm not gonna not gonna talking shit, but you know what? If I'm if I'm one of these three teams, they got Sam Howell, Jacoby Brissett, and who else? I would get rid of Jake Fromm. I would, oh yeah, Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm's doing things. Well, hang on. If I, like I said, if I'm one of those three teams, because I don't know what I have, I don't know if their success is going to translate. You know, because it often doesn't with quarterbacks. I would not be above getting rid of my second round pick and trying to work something. Even let's say New England, maybe get Zappa or uh, or um, Mac Jones. See if you can steal them away for some draft picks. You know, because if they don't work out, you know that like that, hell, New England when Mac Jones got injured for those several games last year, Zappy came in and and was money. And you know, I mean. I mean, it's just something to think about, you know. Well, and they went, they went defense. They went, they went Christian Gonzalez. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. So, like, I mean, as far as, and here's, and here, here, here's what, here's what's, here's what's left. You got Will Levis and then Hooker. You got Jay Keener from which. Jake Keener from Fresno State, he is not a bad quarterback. Nobody talks about him. You got Jaron Hall from BYU, which was the backup to Zach Wilson, which isn't saying much. Yeah. Uh, Dorian Thompson from UCLA. Clayton Toon. I like Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon from Houston, good all-around kid. I Reminds me of, reminds me, honestly, reminds me of Derek Carr. And not a lot of people like Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. Derek Carr is probably one of the best quarterbacks that ever played in a fucking Raiders uniform. And and you might be, oh, that's not saying a lot, big old dad. Well, you know what? Ken Stabler played for the fucking Raiders, okay? Yeah. So, 
Uh, I think, he, you know, so did Schrader. Schrader played for the fucking Raiders, too. And he's better than both of them. And those I, guys, I, those I guys think, are Hall uh, of Famers. Carr will find better success in New Orleans than he did in Vegas. Or you know, Raiders. Because um, they obviously weren't always in Vegas. But well, I, know, don't, I don't, I don't, I would maybe top 10. Dugan. Dugan's I mean, on the board. Dugan is, is still on the board. Yeah, and so is. I wasn't uh, sure on whether or not he had. He, I thought he was going back to TCU for one more season. No. You know who I want to see get drafted? Tyson Baggant. Tyson Baggant. Six foot three, 213 pounds, went to Shepherd University. Yeah. I mean. That's going to be interesting. That, oh, dude. Let, you know who he's going to? He's going to go to like a New England. Or, you know. Honestly, Tanner Morgan from Minnesota. Tanner Morgan from Minnesota. And these are the guys. These are 12 quarterbacks. Not They're, they're probably not going to get drafted. You know, uh, and they're giving their bottom half. Bottom half. I don't think I don't think Jaron Hall from BYU gets drafted. I, I, I think the reason why Dugan has fallen and because like we like we mentioned earlier, Dugan, Hooker. Weren't even in a conversation last night in the first round. Wasn't even mentioned. Camera never panned to him. None of that. Well, here's the thing. Dugan's passing to Quentin Johnson. Quentin Johnson's got fucking hands like feet. Yeah. So we're doing fucking spirit fingers and shit when he's on the field. <laughs> I think I think if Dugan put up a better showing against Georgia in the national championship. It would have upped his his his, Tan- his draft status. Tanner McKee from Stanford, another like Andrew Luck type prospect. Yeah, but those guys aren't gonna. I don't even think those guys are gonna get drafted. If they do, it's gonna be the Brady effect, and they're not gonna go until about sixth round or so. Seventh round, you know, seventh round, maybe if people are still hanging around and you've got a quarterback, like oh yeah, yeah, well, it, well, and then, here again, here's the here, where's the value? Like we talked about running backs, right? You got you got uh, you got Charbonnet from UCLA, you got Miller from TCU, you got a chain from Texas A&M, you got you got you got fucking Rashad Johnson, which was Bijan Johnson's Beckham backup in Texas. He's just as good. Oh, Tank Bigsby from Auburn, fucking beast. Reminds me of Cadillac. You remember Cadillac Williams oh, yeah. when he was down there? Auburn? Yeah, well, that's Dude, like Tank Bigsby. You know what? It, good pickup. Good pickup. Like ne- I'll tell you what, in next year's draft, right? Let's. I want to look forward to next year's draft for just a minute, right? One of the top running backs that are going to be in that class because he's going back to Michigan for one more year is um, – oh, my God, why am I having a brain fart right now? I don't know. You're the Michigan guy. I know, and I'm having a dang brain fart. Jesus Christ. It's because you're not drinking the bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Little Knob Creek. I can't even think right now, man. It's, maybe it's because I'm not drinking. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I just. It, we, should yeah. probably, we should probably GTS that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on a second. It's um, uh, Blake Corum. Blake Corum will say- probably be the best running back in next year's draft class. But Did you say sweet corn? I like sweet corn. No, I said Blake Corum. <laughs> 
Blake Corum is going to be the top tier running back in next year's draft, but I just he's you know I don't know if it's a smart move, and I am a Michigan fan, but I don't know if that's a smart move for NFL teams because he's gotten he just got beat up so much at Michigan in the Big Ten. Big Ten running backs are notorious for getting just beat down. No, it's just like Charlie Jones at Purdue. Charlie Jones reminds me a lot of a Steve Largent. And you and I know who Steve Largent is. For the younger guys, it's like a Julian Edelman. You know, he's a great route runner. Yeah. Good, good slot receiver. And I want a guy who can catch. I want a guy who can fucking pull shit down and fucking catch the ball. Right. You know, and Charlie but- Jones is, is like – they're saying he's be- he's he's worse than than the rest of these guys like Jaden Reed and Hyatt and uh, Tamanga and Mims and Downs, but in my personal opinion, I think Charlie Jones is just as good as Jonathan Mingo from fucking Ole Miss. I don't know how they're coming up with that comparison. Go look at Charlie Jones's receiving numbers from last year, and you be- you're going to be surprised at how good well, of a is, receiver he was. And that, well, I know how good of a receiver he is because he had five foot 11, 175 pounds. The guy's got hands. Yeah. He's got fucking hands. And, and he, you know what? I don't, he runs, he runs a route. Like he's a fucking train. Like he's on fucking rails. Man. I don't, I don't care if you're a receiver and I'm an NFL scout. I don't care what you can do when you're open. Right. Right. When you're open and the pass gets put right on your numbers. I don't care. You know what? I'm going to give you talent when you if you when you got to make a catch in traffic or you got to go up and get it. Show me those catches, because that's what I'm looking at. Well, and then let me ask you this. Like now, what do you think about Ronnie Bell from Michigan? Like I like Ronnie Bell as a route runner, but. In traffic. And running a streak, I'm being honest. I'm just asking, what do you think? What do you think? Because Ronnie Bell is a good route runner. He's a very good route runner. Again, and I'm not trying to compare him to Jones, but if I had a choice, I'm taking Charlie Jones over Ronnie Bell. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I I would. And and here's here's my thing. Ryan I know that's Bell, hard for yeah, you. I know that's I mean, hard for you because you're a Michigan fan. That's why I'm asking and putting it out there, you know. Well, Ronnie Bell last year wasn't even their most productive receiver, you know, last year for Michigan. I mean, you got uh, Roman Wilson had a, had a better year than than Ronnie Bell, you know. Right. I mean, just look at uh, it's just he's not he mm, uh, and again, just just matter of opinion, going over, talking to a guy who watched him play. He watched him play more than I did. Well, and Cornelius I, yeah. Johnson had a better – Cornelius Johnson and Roman Wilson were their two best receivers last year. Ronnie Bell, I, I know he was at he was number one on their depth chart, but as far as performance goes, he number three maybe. I mean, right. I, I think – Well, and, uh, and, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, he – Schoonmaker and Eric all had, I think, were more productive as tight ends than Ronnie Bell was in terms of receiving. Oh, but, Schoonmaker. Nah, good old Schoon. So he'll probably I'll tell you what, he he'll I I I can't again, this tight end class is ridiculous. Yeah. You got you got Mayor left, you got Musgrave, you got Washington, as you mentioned, Schoonmaker, it's strange, Kraft, Laporta, Iowa, Iowa's 
this will probably be one of Iowa's best drafts ever. Iowa will probably have five or six guys drafted in the top four rounds. You know, uh, there's, there's another, uh, speaking of Iowa, there's a kid that uh, Iowa fans out there, you need to keep your eyes on. So my, my son, he's a junior plays high school football. One of his best buddies, he lives down the street running back Xavier Williams. He's a junior. Um, Received a offer from Iowa, and I believe he committed to Iowa as a running back. Keep your eyes on that boy. That boy is a truck. He's a downfield runner, and the speed and the shifting it. I mean, I'm going to talk to Rico. What's his name? Xavier. What? Xavier Williams. I'm going to ask him to. Uh, I'm going to ask him to review him, check him out. Yeah, and you know what he he'd be he'd be a lot better if he had the O line in front of him. You know, LC struggles with the O line. I will tell you that much. But uh, right, you know what he's been able to do without having a very good O line is just you know. I'm again. I'm not sure if he committed to Iowa or not. I know he received an offer from Iowa. I want to say he committed, but don't quote me on that. But uh, he he's gonna wherever he goes, he's gonna be something special to watch. You know. He'll make it to the NFL. He, go, he goes to LC, right? Yeah. Yeah. He'll make it to the NFL, in my opinion, depending on where he signs with, where he goes. But, you know, yeah. I mean, the kid is just a beast, absolute beast, you know. But um, it, it's going to be interesting to see tonight what all happens, you know. Again, there's there, and, and for anybody that does listen to our podcast, uh, there's a lot out there. The only thing. What up, Belgium? That... <laughs> Huge in Belgium. Huge. All 10 of you. Huge. Uh, uh, Hunter, uh, Hunter, Hunter Lupke, uh, number one fullback. Uh, I expect either him to be taken by like the Chiefs or or maybe the Lions. Uh, same thing with Jack Coletto. It can go either way. Uh, again, offensive tackles, man. You, you got. So many. I mean, even even Ryan Hayes from Michigan. I mean, somebody's going to get drafted. Oh yeah. If your team needs a tackle, somebody's going to get drafted. I wouldn't worry about it. You know, same thing with uh, with with guards, interior linemen. There's there's so many out there. Um, you need a center. There's centers out there. There there's you know uh, I can't even say the guy's name from Michigan. You know. Uh, there again, and and defensive end, you got edge guys. Middle of the barrel, we'll go middle of the barrel, right? Notre Dame, Isaiah Foskey, still one of the best guys out there. You know, USC's Tuli Tupa, he's out there. I mean, you got a lot of guys. I wouldn't worry if you need defensive, you need edge rushers, interior linemen. Your team's gonna get them. Your yeah. team's gonna get them. I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, the biggest thing. I would honestly say is if your team needs a long snapper, a place kicker, or a punter, you might be screwed. I, you know what? I'll tell you what, and I've always said this. If I was a professional athlete, especially in the NFL, and I was a top-tier potential draft pick, and I started to fall, dear God, man, um, I started to fall in that first round. And I fell to later on in the first round or even mid in the first round. That's what I want to see just for my own success. I don't want to be a top number one draft pick, 
and go to a bottom feeder team and then run the risk of them not building a team around me and not being successful. I want to be a bottom feeder on a bottom feeder. That was, and that was always my, my theory was, is like, even though I was heavily recruited by all these SEC schools and Big 12 schools, I... Oh, we gotta go here. Oh, Welcome to Fantasyland. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you fat fuck! You're too fat! Come you can't here. get out of the treadmill because you're gonna break it! Well, quit drinking bourbon and beer, you fucking fat bitch. No, no, I will never quit drinking. Famous last words. <laughs> if I die tomorrow, I'll be fine. I've lived a good life. I was watching that trailer, not to get off topic here, but I was watching that trailer for The Last Ronin, that Ninja Turtle <laughs> game that's coming out. Looks pretty you cool. You know what's funny is... And, and, Unless you've read the book about the last Ronin, you don't know who the last Ronin is. I bitch. do know who the last Ronin is. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not who everybody might think it is. It's Michelangelo. I <laughs> I read the book. Spoiler alert! It's Michelangelo. <laughs> I knew that it was Michelangelo. Of course, it's Michelangelo. Mike, because Michelangelo's the best. <laughs> All right. I loved Michelangelo when I was a kid. I think everybody loved Michelangelo. Although I was a big fan of Donatello because he was the smartest. I, you know what? When those first, when the, the darker version of the Ninja Turtles came out years ago, and, and the first two that are out, uh, we watched it one, one day on, I think everybody was over for Easter. And they were talking about it, and they're like, hey, has anybody seen the new Ninja Turtle? I'm like, oh, yeah, I have. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course you are, because you're a giant freaking turtle fan. I'm like, yeah, of course, you know. Right. Um, And we watched it, and my sister was like, she goes, this is, what? How can you like this? I'm like, because it's awesome. They're not, they've gone away from the cartoony comic book version. Isn't isn't she older than you? Well, I I got an older sister. I got one in front and one in back, so. But my older sister's like, how can weird. you like this being a Ninja Turtle oh. fan and a Ninja Turtle purist? I'm like, because they went darker with it, and it Wait makes it that much awesome. Which one's which one? Which one's married to the the guy that we went to the Michigan game with that I see every once in a while? No, <laughs> oh, that's my younger sister, Renee. Yeah, Renee. Yeah. Is it weird that Renee looks older than you? No, she don't look older than me. You kidding me? Don't tell her that. She don't look older than me. Shit. I seen her on the TikTok. Are you kidding me, dude? I freaking... <laughs> I remember it was years ago. We went to my older sister and brother-in-law's house down at Cedar Lake, and they had friends of theirs there. And she's like, oh, is this your older brother? And she goes, no, this is my younger brother. He's in the middle. She's like, oh, you look like you're the oldest out of the three. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying here? Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. dude, Neil. Neil hates that shit. They're, they tell Neil, even though I'm, I'm the bald one. I had to grow the beard just to make him look younger. Or yeah, look younger. Yeah, because he uh, looks he, he looks old as shit. In fact, I was talking to the guy at the liquor store today. He's like, he's like, what happened to your brother, man? He's fucking. I was like, yeah, I'm like, huh? you gotten older. He's like, yeah. He's like, fucking, he's getting fatter. I, he's like, I remember. I was like, I remember uh, when you guys went down for Jerry's wedding. I'm like, dude, I'm like, it's like seven years ago already. Yeah. 
He's well, like, taking yeah, care of Linda will do that to you. Yeah. I said, well, yeah, I said, uh, <laughs> I said, yeah, I said, he was about 160. I said, you know, I said, you, I said, you forget that Neil's a lot shorter than I am. You know, he's only like five, 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 six on a good day. And, uh, depending on what convenience store he's leaving. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, no shit. I'm like, yeah, I said, Frank, I said, he's tiny. He's like, yeah, he's, yeah, he, he, and Frank, Frank, Frank's gay, but like, he don't say he's gay. He says, you know, partner and stuff like that. He's like, well, I remember he was sexy motherfucker. You know, he like, go ahead and <laughs> <one 60." laughs> oh, oh, I, I try not to laugh, you know, and I try not to laugh. He's like, he's like, what's going on with you? And I explained to him, you know, about my heart condition and all this other shit going on today. And he's like, oh man. I'm sorry for you, brother. He's like, you know what? He's like, keep drinking. And he gave me one of the things on the house. So I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, it cracked me up. They like my wife all the time, right? Like my wife's older than me by by uh, um, by about uh, nine months. So she her birthday's in in December of '78, and I was born in November, uh, September of '79. And we ran into it was just me and her. My mom, my mother in law was watching the girl for the night. Or the daughter for the night, the baby. And uh we ran into uh the liquor store, get some get some liquor. We were going to hang out with some friends. And I and she she got her picks and I got mine and everything, and we we put our stuff up on the counter and I was paying so they, they didn't card me. They're like, okay, have a good day. She's like, Oh, they don't card you at the liquor store anymore. I'm like, no, she goes, I always get card. I'm like, shut up. You know, Dude, it's I, like well, the whole th- the whole reason I grow the beard is because I kept on getting carded, and and you know Michelle was getting pissed because Michelle's six years younger than me, you know, and five and a half years younger than me. She and she was starting to get carded, you know. Like we we met, she was like, "Fuck, how long ago was that shit?" Michelle was, I was like, "Wait a minute, how, how old was I?" I was like thirty. I was like thirty, and Michelle was like twenty four. You know, and, and to me, at the time, it seemed fucking, you know, fucking, you know, fucking, fucking seemed old as shit then, you know. Oh, yeah. That, and I, you know, and, and I tell you, I, I, when she, at the days where she gets a lot of good sleep, I tell her, man, like, you look, you know, you look beautiful. You look like you're, you're 25. Again. <laughs> 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 oh. Well, I haven't, you know, and here's the thing is I haven't shaved and probably eight months, nine months, as far as, you know, like, I mean, I'll trim it up or whatever, but like when I have no facial hair and I shave my head bald, I still look, I still look like I'm in my thirties. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know? And I've, and I, and I'll get carded and I look in the mirror this morning and I'm like, I got a white patch here. <laughs> and I got a white patch here. <laughs> That's like when I go too long before I shave my head. Right. You can start to see all in the sides. Oh yeah, that oh, yeah. That, that, oh, yeah. that gray. You know, now I don't have any gray in in the beard. Thank God, it's still all red. But oh my God, you can see the gray on the sides of my head, and it just shaves well, off. She, she tells me, she tells me while I I I I, I take a toothbrush and I, I comb it in white at night while you're sleeping. She's like, I take peroxide and I put it on your beard. I'm like fuck you. I'm like, that's not cool. Yeah. Fucking bitch. I'll tell you, man. I'll tell you. 
It cracks me up. And my wife constantly, she's like, oh, you look older than I do. I'm like, yeah, what does that tell you? She goes, what? I said, it tells you that I'm a peach to deal with and you're a pain in the ass. That's absolutely right. <laughs> I'm easy to deal with. That's why you still look young. And you are not. That's why I look as old as I am. She argues, she argues all the time. I'm the nice one. I'm, who the fuck are you nice to? You're nice to everybody else. You ain't nice to my ass. Oh, it, it cracks us up. We hang out with friends of ours down the street all the time, and they're like, they're like, what? No, he's not Lori. Lori's too nice. I'm like, yeah, you you don't get you get the freaking you don't get the full version. Okay, <laughs> like with with her, you get like. Let me explain it to you in video game sense. With her, you bought the game. And didn't get any of the add-ons, okay? Yeah. And I got the full deluxe version of her. Right? You know what's 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 funny about that too is is she's so after all these years of knowing her, she still acts shy, like she doesn't know who I am. And then like I'm in her presence for long enough, and she'll be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Oh yeah, that's how she is. <laughs> and my wife is a sweetheart. Don't get me wrong; she really is. But it's like. Like when she gets when she gets aggravated, that Latina comes out of her and woo doggy. I I I'll tell you what, I still remember and it wasn't too long ago, it was a couple of months ago, my older son started getting in his you know, his high school teenager ways and all that other garbage, drama and mouth and attitude and knows everything. And right. He started getting into it with my wife. And I went downstairs and told him, I said, Hey. Just shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. You're playing with fire and just shut up. And he came upstairs for something and get something to eat. And my wife asked him a question and he got attitude with her again. And my wife just went off on him, you know, yelling at him and everything like that and blah, 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 blah. And he's looking at me like, you going to do something? I look right. I told him. I straight up. I said, now. Don't look at me. I tried telling you. I tried right. telling you. You don't want to listen. I'm not. Nope. Yeah. You dug the hole. It's time to lay in the grave. You know, it's like, oh, I got I got Julius Brents from Kansas State. I think uh, I think if he falls, the Chiefs will pick him up in the second round. Oh, wow. Maybe even the third. Wow. That was a. That was one eighty. Well, I, I, yeah, I was just I well because I I was looking at I was looking at Michigan guys, you know, because uh, I try to be a, a very uh, equal opportunity college football fan. Mm. And DJ, mm -hmm. they got DJ Turner ranked uh, positional rank at corner. They got him ranked ninth overall, fifty sixth, fifty sixth. Right. So let's say let's say that he went fifty sixth. Which would put him in, would put him in the second round, Jacksonville Jaguars. If if Turner goes, he technically should go to the Jaguars. I'm just saying. And, and here's it's the thing: not a bad landing here's spot, the, though. No, not a bad landing spot. But he could also, and I'm going to tell you what, he might be around to go 61st to the Bears. He might be around to go sixty first to the Bears. I wouldn't mind. I, I'm just, I you know, and I'm just, I'm just saying this because I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know. And again, for our fans, there is a lot of defense in this draft. Yeah, a lot of defense. So don't worry about. And if you've never heard of him, don't worry about that either. If he came from like a Coppin State or a Chattanooga, it's all right. They're these guys are good. 
Yeah. These guys, these guys are good and they're not, obviously we're not the GMs, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not out here. We're not a, we're not a Veach. We're not, we're not 44 and we're making millions of dollars a year picking these guys. But uh, we do watch a lot of college football between uh, this ginger haired genius and I, we, uh, he being a Michigan fan, I being a, a Notre Dame fan, but I watch all the college football and I'll tell you, if there's anything that we were talking about earlier that you want to do as a college football athlete for the young, young, young kids that are listening, don't go out and go to a Georgia, an Alabama, a Michigan, right? Save your soul, save your body, build your brand at a smaller school. Go to Toledo because that's where you're going to be able to. That's where you're going to be able to showcase your skills. You, like you were saying, you go right. to Michigan, you go to a Georgia or an Alabama or Ohio State or something like that. You'll be lucky to see. You won't. You'll be lucky to see playing time your your junior year. Yeah, if you know. you're paying, and if anybody pay attention, as our fans or anybody else that pays attention to the transfer portal this year, on average, on average, right now. There is, on average, 27 players from every single team in the FB1s that are transferring out. Yep. Whether it's Arizona State, whether it's Colorado, Colorado whether it's gonna a- get most Alabama, whether whoever, UConn, I mean, you name it. And we got guys that you never expected to leave. Yeah. And they're going. They're gone. Yep. Gone. Like, I, and and, I, and I'll put this out there. And I don't think, in my opinion, Tyler Buckner uh, it was a great quarterback in Notre Dame. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I, I didn't. I'm not a big fan of him. I didn't care for him when they recruited him. I was like, what are you guys doing? And Chris Pine came in and performed way better than Tyler Buckner ever did. When he was there, Tyler Buckner entered transfer portal on Tuesday. And by Thursday, he decided he was going to Alabama. You want to know why? Because the coach down there, we don't say names, decided that in the spring game, his quarterbacks were shit. Yeah. Both his quarterbacks were shit. So they're going to take a third, a second or third string guy from Notre Dame and turn him into a great quarterback. I'd like to see it. Buckner was always, uh, he always looked confused when he was on the field. You know, and he was he was a number two quarterback in the country, number one at one time coming out of high school, and he signed with Notre Dame. And I, personally, he's a prototypical guy. You know, he's like six foot four and a half. He's two hundred pounds. He can build the meat on. He'll be a great quarterback at some point. But when I watched him as a freshman, and he's a runner, he can run too. As a freshman, I didn't like him. I, I liked I liked the guys that were I liked the guys that were shorter. I liked Pine. I ain't gonna lie about it. And you know what? Pine did great over the last two seasons. And then what happened? Pine left. Pine left because he thought Buckner was gonna stay and get the starting job again. Right. So then Buckner went in the transfer portal. You wanna know what's gonna happen? You're gonna have uh, what's his name? Oh, man. I can't even think of his name. Third generation. You're going to have Ron Paulus the third. 
You're going to have Ron Paulus III, who committed as a freshman, who's going to be there at Notre Dame. That name, I, sounds, I don't like know if he's, he's, that name sounds like he should be an accountant. Well, probably. Hello, my it's name is Ron Paulus III. I mean, it's Notre Dame. I mean, they're 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 known for their accounting. They're known for their. Uh, they're also known for their broadcasting. You know, so yep. usually, usually you go to school at Notre Dame and you, you go into broadcasting. You know, that's just like that kid that was. Uh, he was a quarterback, recruited as a quarterback at Notre Dame, and then uh, transferred to University of Miami, and as a tight end. Because he became a tight end when he was at Notre Dame, went on to have a great career in the NFL, played for the New Orleans Saints, and now is a broadcaster for uh, ABC. You want to know why? Because he started out his career at Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, it... I'm just I'm just saying a lot of these guys. You forget that they're going in the draft, but these kids also go to school to learn. And nine times out of ten, when they're coming out of school, they went to a school where something had to do with broadcasting, whether it was Florida State or Miami or what have you, Notre Dame, uh, Ball State, Ball State, huge broadcasting school. You yeah. don't see anybody in you don't see anybody at Ball State playing ball right now. No, know? here's here's a here's a good question for you. I've pondered this question often. Um, do you think there will ever come a time? where you see Peyton Manning back in football, either, excuse me, either as, I mean, he's kind of doing the announcing thing now on his little, you know, thing, with Eli, which is, makes some good entertainment. But do you think you ever see him in a booth or do you think you see him on the sidelines as a head coach? Well, here's the thing. They have, they got a good, between Arch Manning, which is Archie, not that the son, not the, not right, the grandkid. Yeah. Archie, Peyton, and Eli have, which is weird because honestly, I, and even Archie will tell you, even Archie, the dad, I'll tell you, the most athletic of all of them Cooper. was Cooper. Yep. Um, but Archie, Eli, and uh, Peyton run a school. And they also have their 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 stoop they do on ESPN. I I don't know, man. Eli, I think Eli is enjoying retirement because if you look at him, he's got a beer gun on him. Oh than yeah. Mine. <laughs> I, I just I don't know. I think that would be awesome to see a Peyton Manning or that type of player from the past, like a Peyton Manning, go and become a head coach. I like, I, I love watching. Like I, I, like I said, I, I was watching Anthony Richardson's tape and I was watching him at the Manning Academy when they're, they're going down there and they're coaching these kids on summer school and stuff like that. And Archie, Eli, Eli is in, in the midst. Peyton, Peyton's very reserved, man. Peyton doesn't come out very much. Peyton, Peyton is, Peyton is the, uh, what what is the word I'm looking for? He is the 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 the, the student. Like he'll watch all the tapes. Oh yeah. He will he will sit down and dissect everything. Yeah. Everything. And and of course that's what he did in the NFL. Hours and hours and hours and hours of tape. And and Archie Archie will sit there. You know their dad. And he'll tell you. He'll be like, listen. He goes. Neither one of my fucking kids that were quarterbacks were anything like me. <laughs> He'll tell you. He'll, he's like, he's like, he's like, I was a, I was a running gunner. 
And I decided I threw bombs. You know, he's like, I didn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm throwing the ball fucking 70 yards as far as I can. He said, is it tuck and run or fucking bomb the ball? And he'll tell you. He, he said those exact words. You know, I was watching him like, fucking Archie Manning, man. He fucking cracks me up. And then you got Peyton. Eli, Eli likes to be on the field. Peyton likes to dissect the tapes. I don't know, man. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. And I, I used to be anti, I used to be anti Manning, but you know, I'm a football fan. I'm a fan of legacy. Oh yeah. You know, which was why I was so pissed when the bears didn't draft Skaronsky, you know, uh, Skaronsky, Bob Skaronsky played for the, uh, the green Bay Packers. His grandfather was legacy Yeah, and they didn't pick him and it broke my fucking heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean, the bears are my secondary team. I grew up as a bears fan as a kid. I became a chiefs fan when I was like nine and I've been a chiefs fan for for 36 years now and it just still breaks my heart when the parents do something fucking stupid no it, it happens all the damn time but again, it is. but again again like i said maybe poll poll knew something different than i don't know yeah, I you, hope know, so. I, you know uh right Right, I I said the stat to you before. I said the stat to you yesterday. I said it to you again today. Right is the only offensive tackle playing right tackle that did not allow a sack in the SEC. Yeah. yeah. So there again, I think about it. SEC. You're playing. You're Tennessee. You're playing Alabama. Yeah. You're playing Georgia. Yeah. You're playing uh, Texas is in the SEC now. Okay. Right. Texas uh, A&M. Yeah, yeah. Double check that. But Texas you're playing A&M. Florida. You're playing, you're playing Florida. Yeah. Right. I, I'm just, and I'm just saying, just saying that that's, that's impressive. That's yeah. impressive, especially when you're going up against a Georgia and at right tackle, you're going up against a Jalen Carter. You're yeah. going up against a Nolan Smith. You think about that. He's going up against yeah. Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter, and he did not allow a sack. Now, like so, I said, it, it's not. I'm not trying to take anything away from the guy's players. A help a player. No, no, I just no, don't no. think I, he's going to be a right fit in Chicago. But that remains to be seen. So, but you know, I mean, with that being said, it's going to be interesting to see tonight. You know, um, I'll sit back with a couple of beverages and, and, and watch the draft. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens and how it all pans out. But uh, you know, yeah. I mean, with that being said, uh, uh, you know, it, it was a good show today. A lot, a lot of good oh, stuff absolutely. going on, and and uh, yeah. Next week, next I, week should be interesting. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. We got we got what we got left. We got uh, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh yeah. round. Yeah. So, <laughs> but all right, everybody. Hope you guys tune into the draft tonight and everything like that. So, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and start closing it out here. Where uh, we we were sorry that the episode we're working on our our episode before this, but uh, this episode looks like it's pretty good. He's kind of pixelated a little bit, but he's gonna get a better. He's gonna get a better. Just the things. Yeah, I like it. I like it. We're having technical difficulties. We're working through. So. He's yeah. got a pretty mic, though. His mic is much it nicer is, than right? mine. I'm just so used to having something like this. <laughs> right. I got a mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say. 
Stop! <laughs> Never mind. This Stop! So Get away! Stop! <laughs> like you're fucking a Bud Light commercial over there. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna get canceled. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh god. Who's playing Call of Duty after this? <laughs> Not me. I gotta get the daughter off of the bus here in about 15 minutes, and then I gotta run my son to work. So. Well, all right. Well, you gotta you gotta take us out. You gotta talk to the the guy with the talking to the guy. I gotta I gotta dip somewhere around here. You know, I definitely I definitely drank more than I needed to drink on this cast. No, no, (laughs) never. It was, uh, it was a rough day. But, yeah, I mean, so if you guys are looking for anything that you need, any kind of computer graphics, animation, any kind of renderings done, uh, uh, you can go to Ben Sutter at CarbonMade.com, uh, or you can reach out to him on email, Sutter, S-U-T-T-E-R, dot render at gmail.com for all of your computer graphics needs. Based out of Jacksonville, Florida, uh, he's been at it for quite a long time. So, uh Yeah. And uh, you can reach either one of us. I got an email. You can reach us at, uh, you can reach me, Big Old Dad Eric, at uh, E-R-I-C-B-A-R-N-A-T at MSN.com. Or you can reach out to the Ginger Hair Genius at BeardedGinger at Yahoo.com. So, all right. All right. Take care, everybody. You have a great day. Yay! Yo, mama's pussy. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>